guys, and welcome to episode three of Two Player Split Screen. We are taping this on Tuesday, February 24th. As always, my name is Tyler Berry, and to my left, Blake Schultz. Ahoy hoy, everybody. How's it going? How you doing, Blake? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Dude, I can't complain, man. It's been a it's been an eventful week for video games. So it's we, got, true. we got a lot to There's get to a today. Lot going on, so which we'll is get, always exciting. Always. That's <laughs> why I love taping these on Tuesdays because that's when the most news seems to come out. Yeah, it was shocking when I woke up this morning and just opened up my phone. It was like, oh, literally everything is happening. So <laughs> much. But first, as we will tend to do pretty much every week, let's get into our amiibo update. Ooh. I'll have a drop for that at some point, but. It's fine. We'll figure it out. You get any new Amiibos, or as I uh, like to call them, wallet emptiers? Yes, I got three of them. Four of them? Three of them. I'm waiting on the fourth one. Uh, so my Wii Fit trainer finally came from Japan, which is exciting. It's fantastic. eBay for pretty cheap. God, Barely man, I feel 20. like you did that literally in December. I did, literally in December. It has been, apparently one point it came, mm-hmm. and I guess they didn't put my apartment number on the address, so they just sent it back to Japan. So then they had to send it back over here. You know, uh, that makes sense. Right, but it's here now. It's nice. That's good. Uh, I did laugh. I The day before it came, I messaged the guy on eBay to be like, hey, just, you know, you didn't give me any tracking information, so I want an update. And he blocked me from being able to talk to him on eBay. So luckily it showed up, because apparently That's he was scary. tired of me being like, hey, where's my Amiibo that I paid for? Uh, and then the other two, King, DDD, and Ike, finally mm-hmm. came into GameStop today. Perfect. Which is always exciting. Uh, I feel like... Oh, and my Meta, my Meta Knight showed up. There were four. My Meta Knight showed oh, up yeah, a few yeah, days yeah. late. Which uh, Meta Knight and King DD, both in my top five for best amiibos so far, I think. Yeah, I got my Meta Knight a couple days ago, and I haven't even taken him out of the box yet. I just like looking at him. Like he's, like He looks great. I'm, yeah. I'm really impressed with the detail. Like Every wave seems to be getting better. Oh, yeah, which is exciting because Pac-Man's in the next one, and he's my favorite. And, and I need Ness him. and Charizard and Wario. Like, that's going to be a good wave. Ugh, and then that fifth, I have a list on my phone now um, under each each wave, my mm-hmm. checkoff list of just the ones that aren't done. And every now and then I wander onto it, and I'm just like, oh, my God, Dark Rob Pit. and Dark Pit and Ganondorf and oh, Game & Watch. Jesus. So many wonderful things to come. So many. And then next month we've got the Super Mario wave. That's... Mm-hmm. I think if I do end up getting those, I'm going to end up keeping those in the box. Because every single time I get an Amiibo, I'm like, oh, I kind of wish I kept all of these in their case. Yeah, the only ones I've pre-ordered from that wave are, uh, I got the other Bowser, and then I got my Mario Party 10, like, Mario Pack pre-order. And then I got two Toads pre-ordered, yeah. just in case. For, I know they said they're not going to be rare, but just in case they are, and I can use one as trade bait to get... I don't know, something from Wave 4 that I inevitably can't pre-order. Well, and you still need, correct me if I'm wrong, you still need Villager. I need Villager and Wii Fit Trainer. Trainer. And my Lucario is supposed to be showing up from Amazon UK, but it hasn't yet. Same. I'm starting to get a little bit nervous because it says it was supposed to arrive on Friday. Me too. I'm really worried about it. So. But yeah, as far as Vine goes, from this past week, uh, my Sonic finally showed up. Yes. Uh, My Mega Man showed up. Also in my top fives. And, oh, and my uh, uh, my Meta Knight, and that's all I've got. And the only one I'm waiting on now is just Lucario, like I said. So yeah. it was a good week, but I'm just, I'm really nervous about what Am- what Amazon UK is doing. Yeah, it's really starting to frustrate me a bit. Yeah, I'm but, not. You know, I don't understand, but whatever. I'm sure it'll work out. They have good policies. Nothing bad will really happen there. 
Do you have a top five amiibo list? Do you have any favorites so far? Oh, gosh. I'd have to say probably Meta Knight is my number one. Uh, Shulk is my number two. Oh, and my Shulk I got last week. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah, that's the other one that I got. Uh, yeah, Shulk is number two. Toon Link is probably number three. Uh, hmm. Probably when I when I go pick it up from GameStop tomorrow, King DDD will be number four. He is great. Uh, he <laughs> looks awesome. And I think maybe Sonic is my number five, just because I love I just love Sonic and I love his pose. Well, and I love too, and I've said this before, the ones like Sonic, Pikachu, Kirby, the ones that are more, I guess, simple to make, always mm-hmm. to me end up looking better. Like, I feel like you, like, it, there's a little bit lost in translation in, like, say, the Marth, the Zelda, the Pit, whenever they need to do the human faces. Um, and I feel like even, like, just yeah. the scale of, like, Well, Shulk Mario, looks great. Shulk looks really good. They're getting they're better. Finally, at they're finally, they're getting it, yeah. Yeah. Ike's is pretty good. He still looks a little derpy. Yeah. But, you know. Um, no, I think my top five, I think Meta Knight's on my number one spot as well. I think number two is DDD. Then probably Sonic, Mega Man, and Bowser. Mm-hmm. I think my top five is all coming out of wave three. I could see my, I could see Lucario when we finally end up getting it, bumping its way in the top yeah. five probably. But yeah, so <laughs> it was another good week for the both of us. Now we just got to wait on Lucario and we'll, we'll be done until, uh, Excuse me, until the Super Smash... Uh, wow. Until the Mario Party ones yeah. come out. Ugh, and then Wave 4, which I want. Really, I just, just want the, the anxiety to be over. Dude, I'm, like, I'm so stressed out. I'm so stressed like, and out. I was just, and I know somebody, um, the real Hamish on our Instagram messaged mm-hmm. me today to ask if I had any tips on how to find them. And I told him... It's it's really just on how to find just any of them or or wave four general tips. Oh, okay, yeah, dude. It's just really being on top of those pre-orders. Like I'm checking Amazon and GameStop each day to see if the SKUs popped up. What was he look? Was he looking for any specifics? You Uh, know, he specifically asked about Ness, which I told him I just check every day for when the pre-order pops up. Like I said, I'm usually like right in the morning when I wake up, so eight, nine, Mm -hmm. uh, afternoon around two, and then usually right before like seven o'clock at night, just in case it's popped up. And you know, it'll be on all the news outlets. We'll probably talk about it. Yeah. We'll certainly post about it on our Twitter and Instagram and Facebook And and like we said, like we said last week, like I've, I've gotten a couple of my wave fours already pre-ordered through Amazon, uh, UK. So check that out. It's a few, it's like five bucks more. Basically it equates to after taxes and everything, but I don't know. To me, that extra five bucks is worth it because, yeah. like, it's just it's the peace of mind almost ex- of, ex- right. for those two. Like, I got Charizard and Wario off that. So, yeah. yeah so I would just make sure you're checking. In, unless you really, really care if it's a U.S. one or not, check Amazon.uk and Amazon uh, France and stuff like that. Yeah, so. all of the foreign ones because they seem to have them in spades. But yeah, thank you for the question at Real Hamish. And, yeah, shout uh, out, thank man. Thank you for the follow. Also yeah. appreciated. Uh, and I think with that, we can uh, yeah. segue right on in. Get on into your Get topic, into man. It. What do you want to talk about this week? I want to talk a little bit today, going off of the Order eighteen eighty, or yeah, the Order eighteen eighty six, because so many people seem to be kind of riled up about the game length. Yeah. It came out that it was about five hours in the campaign, which I honestly kind of laughed a little bit right after that. The developers came out and were like, "No, no, no, no! It's actually like eight hours." Which for some reason I was kind of like you're you're gonna fight over those extra, those extra three, three hours. I mean, gonna... to be fair, that's like another like two thirds of a game that's of true. that it does, of that 
time right there. So it does bump it, it does up to like an average action length. But I want to talk a little bit today about if there is like, you know, what is a good game length? And mm-hmm. especially now when you are paying like 64 bucks a pop for these things, like what are you expecting and how long do you think it should be? Yeah. And are there times when it is and isn't? So personally, I think it's a pretty simple thing of quality over quantity. And I think most of the time I am always going to bit quality. I'm not going to lie, though. As, uh, as our games are getting bigger, as our systems are getting bigger, and as we can do more with this medium, I do feel like maybe just bang for the buck, you are going to want to start to want a little bit more out of that $64. Because, like, you know, when you are paying the same price for something like The Order that you're also paying for something like Skyrim or, or Dragon Super Age Sna- or Dragon Age like it's the the value of it is different in a lot of ways which is a shame because you have to keep that price tag at 50. Yep. Like it would be kind of awesome and maybe that's like somewhere down the road if digital downloads start to pick up and other things like that like the indie game scene and all that you will start mm-hmm. to see maybe like your average action game running at like 30. I know I've said for a while for games like Call of Duty that do tend to have like a 6 to 8 hour campaign if I only want to do that campaign and I'm not that into the multiplayer, it would be pretty sweet if I could just download that campaign for like half the price. Or on the other side of that coin, there are people that don't touch the campaign. They only play through the multiplayer. That's a that's a real interesting idea that I've heard I've heard many a discussion about and I would have to tend to agree. Like for me personally, with something like Call of Duty, I probably would end up only uh, like I would just want to download that single player experience for like 30 bucks, get my 6 to 8 hours out of it and then be done with it because i'm just not big on fps uh multiplayers but that's just me some people like to play both and some people really only just care about the multiplayer like we it's gonna be interesting to see if we ever like sort of get that choice i don't think it'll happen i don't think we will i think it's too tempting to the developer and to the marketers and to the company to get that 60 bucks and i think they're just gonna try to and to be fair games cost a lot of money to make nowadays like you're not you can't really make the argument that if it's just a little bit shorter then it should be a little bit less it's yeah you know it's almost like going to a movie you're gonna pay 15 dollars for the hobbit in 3d and hd the same price you're gonna pay for like a 90 minute comedy mm-hmm. so really which actually kind of segues into my next topic on it um it really almost comes down to the genre like you know if i picked up say a grand theft auto game where i'm expecting this open world and there's a lot of stuff to right. do and that ended up being like five hours of gameplay i'd be kind of ticked off but picking up something like, frankly, The Order is a third-person action game. Gears of War wasn't that long. It was great. All three of them across the board. And frankly, we can get into it later if we have time, but, God, man, I, I don't think I could ever want The Order, after playing the first two hours of it together, I don't think I could ever want that to be more than five hours. Like, no, and that's actually um, when a game overstays its welcome. Like You look at something like Portal is my big example that was one of the best games of 2007 when it came yep. out. Easily, by far. Now, mm-hmm. granted, it was packaged with the orange box, so you can make the argument that you're paying 50 bucks for these three games. But a lot of people ended up just they, downloading Portal I was going to say, you could stand alone yeah. buy it, though. And, I mean, that game was so good, and part of it was because it was kind of quick. Like, I don't know if I really... I mean, Portal 2 almost kind of proves it. Like, an 8- to 10-hour campaign with that game. I don't know about anybody else, but towards the end of it, I was kind of like, okay, I... I get yeah, it when it's yeah. this type of gameplay over and over and over again. Like that puzzle platformer style. Like I don't think you, like in the like th- some of those were like pretty hard, like difficult puzzles yeah. to solve. Like you get you get tired of that after a while. 
yeah, you get tired of it, stuff like that after a while, but... Yeah, so it's definitely, I think it's definitely a quantity issue, but I am curious, um, what do you, like, what is the sweet spot then for you for, like, an average game length, especially right now? Because one of the big pros, I think, to a shorter game is that there are a lot of games to play. I can't really put 180 hours into everything anymore. Yeah, man, I, I was I was thinking hard about this, and, like, just with the fact that, like, with, like, a full-time job and, like, the live-in girlfriend and, like, all of this six-pack media stuff that we're doing, which is basically becoming, like, another, like, 20-hour-a-week part-time job, it's, like, I don't have time for, like, a bunch of, like, 25, 30, 40, even, like, going up to, like, Dragon Age or, like, a Dark Souls, like, 50 or 60 hours. Like, I'm, I'm, I think the sweet spot for me personally is, like, 10 to 12 hours, I would say. Yeah. Like, just, I don't know, take something like, gosh, I don't know. Um, Uncharted? That's a yeah, pretty, that's yeah. a perfect example. Like, I'd say you could do that in, like, 12, like, I don't know, 10 to 12 hours, and, like, yeah. that's the perfect experience. Like, super fun, like, super fast-paced, like, like for the majority of the game. Like, no, not a lot of, like, filler that you have to deal with. Not right. a super long amount of cutscenes that you need to, like sit through like that's one that you'll never get bored with playing through yeah. one and then like in i don't know you can easily have it done within like a week of a like of like two hour sessions that's right and that to me is perfect like i don't i don't get me wrong i i will absolutely buy like one or two games a year that are like a fallout or a far cry or a skyrim that i can easily just spend 40 or 50 or 60 hours in like hell yeah. far cry or sorry fallout 3 i put over 120 hours yeah. into it like i do the same thing with pokemon y I put, yeah and i loved it but i can't do that every time no no not at all and especially like i want to really enjoy my game right like i don't want to i don't want to sit there and feel like it's a checklist and be like okay it's november i've got a week to beat pokemon before this comes out and i don't want to be rushed to beat far cry before batman and then i've got a week to beat batman like i want to enjoy it but that being said too like i feel like with um assassin's creed is a good example at least for me personally of towards the end of almost every single assassin's creed game around hour 15 or 20 i'm usually like okay i get it Mm -hmm. it's time to get to that end i completely agree i I get it I, i i jump off the thing i kill the guy i get his thing i go back i'm ready to go and i think there are also other pros to the game we already talked a little bit about like the repetition of it, say like a portal, you don't want to do yeah. the same thing over and over and over and over again. Or uh, even like an Assassin's Creed, because that was a big problem. Even Watch Dogs suffered from that. Watch Dogs could have standed to have been yeah, you know what, man? six hours shorter. I agree, and it was those probably those last six hours which I which I didn't end up getting through. Like I ended up not finishing that game just because like Right. I, it was just a little bit too long-winded for for my taste, and frankly, the story was yeah. kind of lame to me anyway. Right. So. Well, and that's that was is another really good point. If a game has a really good story, they can get to it really efficiently exactly. in a short amount of time. So if you want like a tight story and like focused gameplay, I think yeah, like give me a game that's between five and eight hours. Just unfortunately, with the order, it wasn't that fun of a game. Oh. So it's, you know, it doesn't, like, I would even make the argument that they, if they had come out and been like, yeah, it's a short game because it's pretty average, burn through it, and then trade it in for another good amount. Because the quicker you beat a game, if you're into trading in, unless you're collecting everything, yeah. 
you can go turn around and get another 30 bucks. So you're saving money. The longer a game is, by the time you beat Fallout 3, it's worth $5. And exactly. I'm not, I don't know about you, man. If I put up to 200 hours into a game and I call it a day at that point, I'm not going back to that at all. Like, Fallout no. 3, Oblivion, Skyrim, Pokemon, all some of my favorite games of all time. I'm never touching them again. But on that same, on, on the other side of that argument, that's like, if you put that much time in, like... I don't. I think at that point you're not really worried about trading it back in and getting and that's something back for because you, you more than game. got your value out of that game. Yes. But value is also just relative. To like value is just relative to the individual person. Like I am fine. Like if the order had actually been enjoyable to me, like if I had really really enjoyed that game, which I really didn't. Like if I had only spent six hours playing through it. And like I loved the game by the end of it, that would have been worth it to me. That would have been worth the sixty dollars. Like yeah. But as of now, like three hours into it, it's just not even remotely worth it to no, me. I'm... And that's that has nothing to do with the length. That only has to do with the quality of the actual experience. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's plenty of examples of that, and. I mean, also, that's the other thing, too, though. So there are a lot of pros. The cons to it, too, um, and I was uh, another interesting thing. So if a campaign now, like, let's we'll take the order as an example, and then sure. we'll, uh, I have a few other ones as well. But now that we're in the age of, like, DLC and adding content and everything mm -hmm. else, could you really look at a five-hour game, and if the developer was like, yeah, it's short right now, but we're going to add on to it. Is that good, or is that another, like... That's another twenty bucks. Like now, I'm looking to get my eight to ten hour experience. I'm up to seventy. It's, you know, it's a tough question because it goes back to, it goes back to like how you perceive value out of a game. Like, a lot. Like, let's put it this way. Like, think back to when we were in college. Like, we we definitely couldn't afford to buy like every every title that was out there and spend 60 right. bucks on every title and then drop another 15 or 20 on a piece of dlc to keep that game going like, i that's still just, can't <laughs> yeah like that's just not how life works and like granted i probably spend too much money on games that that i shouldn't spend on games but it's just like even i still to this day like with a pretty decent job like i still can't justify spending 60 dollars on every single title that comes out yeah but on the other side of that coin it's like if you love a, if you very much enjoyed the experience that you got in those in in the main game that you bought, I don't know that you're going to really like DLC is just that. It's downloadable content. It's a choice. You're not forced right. into buying it. You're not forced into spending that extra 15 or 20. dollars Exactly. You're only going to do it if you actually enjoyed the game enough to continue some right. kind of storyline along with it. Like Last of Us DLC Obviously, I was going to play that because right. that's one of my favorite games of the past decade. Which and was also a fairly quick story, probably right in the eight-hour mark, if I remember right. I think it was like I think I I think it was like maybe like ten or yeah. twelve, but so yeah, right in that sweet spot. Yeah, exactly. Right in that sweet spot, which brings me up to another thing for like a game that was that relevant and that important. Uh, if a sh if a game is shorter, and maybe length doesn't matter for this either, but yeah. I think it's kind of an interesting thing, the lasting impact and relevance of that game could be impacted by the length. Like, that could be a con to having a shorter game. If you're trying to have a game that's going to have, like, lasting appeal for years, like, mm -hmm. we remember our Final Fantasies and our Skyrims and our Pokemon and these giant RPGs, our Skies of Arcadia. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of games that... 
I mean, it's even hard to think of examples of it. Or Beautiful Joe is a good example. Mm-hmm. I loved that game, but it just took me a minute to be like, oh, that was because it was over in five hours, right? And something else it has more time to really impact you down the road and influence you later on. That's a good point. Which, especially for like indie developers now, if they're looking at to stay remembered or have relevance in the industry. Mm-hmm. Do you think it begats them if they can keep their quality up to make a longer game? No. Because, um, especially when it comes to these indie games, I think the things that matter most are are a unique style of play, like a unique, like something, like a unique story or like a unique game mechanics or like just doing something different from what mm-hmm. every, like, double a or triple a developer is doing and at the same time it's really important for any developers especially to have exposure for their game like think about all the exposure shovel knight got before it ever came out it had it had a fantastic kickstarter campaign i mean gosh like i remember seeing i remember seeing like one level of shovel knight like in its alpha stages played by um played by the Game Grumps on YouTube back like over a year before it ever came out and I and it stuck with me until the day that it was re- released cuz I was like, "Hey, I saw 20 minutes of that game played 14 months ago. That looked fucking fantastic. I can't wait to play that." And it always stuck with me up until the day that I was able to download it for my Wii U and start playing it. Like yeah. it's it's about doing something different and exposure both things that shovel knight did yeah and that's where a lot of indie games actually end up failing because they they don't have the marketability that some other titles have and or they don't just have or it's just really not that great of or unique of a game this is true all very 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 true um and then we talked a little bit about if a game arguably can be too long feeling rushed through it in a time yeah. when there's a thousand of them. Yeah. But to be like the inverse of that is also true. Like if, if the order 1886 came out, say in place of watchdog, mm-hmm. that would have sucked because there's nothing else coming out then. Very true. So you almost, I almost think to really nail your length versus your quality versus everything else. If you look at it from like a marketing or like media buying standpoint, I think yeah. one of the other clever things to do is, uh, Think about when your game is releasing. Like you see this a lot with like movie studios, and I'm sure game studios do the same thing. But they look at like when is something coming out. Like Kingsman recently came out on Valentine's Day against Fifty Shades of Grey because they knew Fifty Shades was going to be a more like female-driven audience. Yada right. yada yada. That was that a really smart choice. Kingsman for... was going to pick up all the males, so yeah. it made a ton of money. Where if they released it, say the week after Ultron, it would have tanked. Mm. So if you have a short game like The Order 1886, I think a smart way to look at that is to just pop it in during the holidays or November or when there's about to be a flood of games because then nobody's going to really notice that. Yeah. But if they released it in like April was when Watch Dogs came out. May. People would have been mad because nothing else is coming out on the horizon. If you're the only AAA game and you've planted that flag, you've got to make sure that there's a lot coming out. Yep. The order's length doesn't bother me because I've got Kirby going on. I've still got Majora's Mask to play. I'm coming in hot with a. I'm still going through Dying Light, the Resident Evil remake, mm-hmm. Mario Party's so next much. month. So much. There's there there's a lot more to play than I think a lot of people realize. This is true, but yeah, and we and we touched a little bit, and I was even thinking about this like a lot of the amazing games that influenced us 
are really short that we didn't even like think about. Look at like all of the original Mario Brothers games. Oh gosh, I mean, if you knew the, the right stuff to do, you could get through those games in 20, 30 minutes. Right. It's <laughs> like it doesn't. It, there was a time where this didn't matter. You just picked up a game mm-hmm. and you burned through it. And I'm kind of wondering where that difference is now. If we do just live in a time where we're used to getting these 20, 30 plus hour games, right. that now when a game is like five to 10 hours, people are kind of being like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. And maybe it is a little bit because that price mark is high and there's a lot of competition. But I mean, I just, it doesn't bother me that much. I it doesn't bother me at have... all. I'd rather have a great game that's six hours long than a mediocre game that's 20 hours long. We'll even look at, like, arcade games, like at Geometry Wars or Pac-Man or fighting games, Street Fighter, Super Smash Brothers, Mario Kart, racing games. There are things that, like, if you're... I mostly play single-player. I can go through what Mario Kart offers me or Smash Brothers offers me in single-player in about three hours. Mm -hmm. Like, we burned through half of Mario Kart the day I bought it when you came over. In, like... In, oh God, it didn't. It was a blur. Like it yeah, barely took to be, any time. We were time. over there until like three in the morning. We did play for about five hours. Right. But we kept. But I still hop on all the time. Oh sure. It's so that, good because it's a it's a fantastic experience. It's and fun to just pick up and play for 30, 40 minutes at a right. time. So if you even look at like the replay value of a short game is much higher than the replay value of a long game. It's going to be hard pressed to get me to go through a lot of games I want to revisit. But. You know, that's also a product of there being a lot coming out right now. Right. So then uh, my other few things, some questions. Have you ever had any uh, games where you were really... I Gypped is the wrong word, but maybe a little bit disappointed by the length? Um, The only one that really comes to mind, because just, again, like length just isn't something that's ever really mattered to me. I wouldn't even say like I felt like gypped or like I was angry. I was just sort of like... I was in love with the game so much that I was kind of just like, oh, man, like, I would love, like, another four hours of this. And that was Vanquish. Do you remember yes. that? Dude, Vanquish. If you if you guys never played Vanquish, it was published by Sega. Uh, it was directed by, uh, oh, Shinji Mikami, the, the man who created yeah. Resident Evil. And it was just like this... It literally took four hours to beat. Like, yeah. my first playthrough, it took four hours to beat. And it's just this crazy futuristic third-person shooter. It feels like it's got like some like almost like 2D bullet hell style mechanics. It's got this really unique uh, like sliding maneuver mechanic yeah. that like hadn't been seen in games before. Where it's just like you would just like fight bosses and you'd literally just like slide and shoot in a circle around them. To, like, yeah. it, it was such a fun game. It was so fun. But so basically, guys, if you've never played it, stop what you're doing. You can you can pick Go it up on PS3 it. for like four dollars at this. I point. will wait like, right here until you're yeah. done. We'll we'll wait. I assume you guys took that seven seconds and did the smart thing, which was not run out to the store and buy it, but go on Amazon and buy it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And by now, yeah. you're probably done. I imagine yeah. they also paused. That's a button. I don't oh, know. Yeah, yeah, we could yeah. have just done that. That's, that's of, true. That's true. I don't really want to sit in silence for four hours. No, but, you know. No, we're not going to do that. Do? But no. Yeah, but that Unless game is... orders on to bore us into silence. Oh. Yeah, dude, but Vanquish is awesome. But, like, yeah, it literally took me, I think, like, three hours and 45 minutes to beat my first time around. I would have loved to play that game for four more hours. Or, like, I wish DLC had been a bigger thing when that game came out. Because I would have loved another two-hour, like, story. Like, just anything. Just Just more Something else. Anything. But, 
Yeah, that game's awesome. I, I'm making myself want to go back and play it again. Yeah. But, yeah, that's probably the only game that I was really just like, oh, man, I would have loved to yeah. have more of that. But I, I still, it still didn't make me mad that I paid $60 for that game right. and only got four hours out of it because yeah. the experience was so fun, and it sticks with me five years later. Right. Yeah, I don't, there's not a lot of examples of me being mad for playing it because I think all the ones that were short I still enjoyed yeah. I'm really only mad about buying a game if it sucks and I hate it and then I'm not going to finish the game yep I'm not going to finish I'm never going to play the order again it's oh, over God. but I do have I've got a few that I was either a little bummed out or maybe even one, there's one example where I genuinely kind of felt like that's it okay but my first one off the top and I want to get this one out of the way because I don't want to make it sound like I'm hating on the game or I'm disappointed that it's not worth anything when Wind Waker came out, hmm. there was actually supposed. I was a little bummed out that it was. It felt shorter than the other Zelda games. Okay. There were you know four dungeons. Mm-hmm. There yeah there were you know there were the two in the beginning and then the two at the end, uh, and apparently there was supposed to be a third that Nintendo took out to have it appeal to younger audiences. Really, I and I, remember, I did not know that. I remember when I heard that I was mm, twelve, I think, when that game came out. Yeah, because I would have I would have been eleven. Yeah, and a part that's so insane. And a part of me I remember at the time too was back when everyone was like Nintendo is kiddie and only kids play it. Like that was the back thing. Back when the GameCube really came out, yeah. Right, mm-hmm. and I remember being like, no, they can't take out a dungeon to make it appeal to kids. It's proving all of the people in high school right. No, but Those I was also dumb then fucking people. They were idiots. But then I remember just kind of being bummed out when I was done with it, in the back of my mind being like, there was one more dungeon. And I remember when the Wind Waker HD came out, I was like, they're going to add that dungeon. It's going to, it's not there. Uh, so that's one where I was just like, I, and plus it's Zelda. Who doesn't want one more dungeon? In oh, any of Zelda course. Uh, to me, that game felt complete. Like I, I was completely satisfied with right. that, but I see, I completely see your point. Like, I wonder if you would have felt like that if you hadn't read that they took out the And fifth I was dungeon. about to say, I think that's an example of just knowing about having more and not being able Agreed. to have it. I yeah. think that's one of those situations. My other one, and it's it's almost the same boat, only because of uh, when Donkey Kong Returns came out, mm-hmm. I really wanted that to be longer. I really, and again, it's just wanting more. It's just wanting more of two D Donkey Kong sure. games. And then I think the only, and I was I was a little bummed out when for the same reason when Resident Evil Five came out, I wanted more of that. I was kind of bummed that I was able to rip through that in like five six hours. I, that's when I didn't get bummed about because I literally played that. Five times through with five different true. people playing co-op. I played co-op. so much co-op because I, I knew that game. I knew that game back. I knew that game better than my the back of my fucking hand, dude. Like and again, I, I wouldn't have replayed that game as much had, had it been, been three hours. Yeah, so exactly. This is another so good yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good. And point. my last one, I really wanted more out of the South Park game. It was so good, Me too. And so tight and amazing. And then I got out of Canada, and I remember we played through the Canada part a little mm-hmm. bit when our friend Liz was in town. Yeah. And I remember just being like, all right, this is going to be amazing. And and we're okay. And that was my favorite part of the game. Yeah. Canada was awesome. And I remember, I think that's the only game where I legitimately finished and was like, that's it, guys? It's an RPG. Like, that yeah. was a t- that's a good example because that was a time where I was like, this is an RPG. I'm going to get 20 to 30 to 50 hours out of it. And when I and was done... would you done, get maybe 15 14 between 10 and 12 i don't even think i hit 15 unless Mm. i was just playing i i guess i maybe played that where i was just kind of like looking for everything and exploring literally every nook and cranny and talking to everyone that i could find multiple times um 
anyways, yeah, but yeah, so that is the end of that. And then are there uh, conversely, I guess, mm-hmm. are there any games that you have a good ex- where you were very happy that they were brief? Anything that kind of just came and went, and you were like, that was perfect. Any more, and I might not. I would have gotten tired. It's a weird question. No, no, it's not. I I completely get it. I would say most of the I would say pretty much every Call of Duty game. I've played I played through almost every single campaign since Call of Duty 2. Yeah. Back when I got that as my first game when I got the Xbox 360. Uh and I would say all of those were the perfect length. Like 4 to six, excuse me, 4 to 6 hours. Like that's fantastic to me. And you know, I like first-person shooters, but unless they're bringing something really unique to the table, I don't need to spend more than four to six hours on one no. because they're all pretty similar at the end of the day. So This is true. Yeah, I would say those. And then, I don't know. Yeah. That's probably it. Maybe the Uncharted's. I think those were the yeah. perfect length. 10, 12, at most 13 yeah. hours if you're looking for every single collectible and things like that. For to for me like an action like a shooting like like a shooter adventure action type game like that it's perfect at where it's at like at the at those like early double digit hour marks yeah I think and again I, I have a few and two of them that I actually just thought of but my first one um, is Beautiful Joe that mm-hmm. game was the perfect length for what it was and it made everything feel so tight like yeah. it just felt like it was a a well-oiled machine and you were in and you were out and again a big part of the game was replaying it with more characters right so the fact that it was tight really when you got like alistair or captain blue you weren't it was awesome to go through those levels again and you weren't mad because it was so quick that you weren't like good i have to trudge through this two hour long level just to have slightly different attacks the pacing and everything felt really quick and well put together maybe that's when we should stream Oh, can we? Yeah. Can we please? Oh man. Oh, okay, I oh, think it's settled. Look for that. Happening. Look for that soon on twitch.tv slash sixpackmedia. I'm gonna order that on Amazon tonight. Making a note in my journal about buying beautiful Joe. You don't still have it and you're that obsessed with it? It might be at home. I have everything oh, back in gotcha. Chicago and with all the house stuff. I'm sure we can grab it for like five bucks. <laughs> that shouldn't be too hard. We'll um, take it out of the non existent company budget that we have yes perfect amazing (laughs) who needs facebook ads when we can have video games exactly uh my other ones it's kind of just all encompassing sonic adventure sonic adventure 2 and sonic heroes i loved all three of those games and you are preaching to the choir my friend i think a part of that and sonic heroes was the same thing as beautiful joe you were going through this same campaign with these four teams right and you didn't mind because you could burn through each of those campaigns in like three four hours and it made it cooler then to watch these similar cutscenes play out with Shadow with yeah. everybody else, with the robot, with, um, I'm forgetting the little lizard's name, Vector the Alligator. Right. All those guys. It was great. Same thing that, with Adventure 2. That game 2. was fun. All, was, both the Sonic Adventure Sonic games Heroes. were so fun, I dude. would love another Sonic And Heroes. Sonic Heroes is really fun, too. Yeah. The other two, and I wonder if these will, um, Ico and Shadow of the Colossus were two games that were, like, so out there that the fact that you were in and out and not even necessarily in and out, but like you could either beat that game really quickly or really take your time. And either Shadow way, of Colossus especially. And no matter how you played it, you got a very different experience mm-hmm. from it. If you really meditated on Shadow of Colossus, it was very different from just sprinting at the bad guy and going in. I adore that game. I adore 
adore that game. Yeah. Yep. And then my, my last question for this topic mm-hmm. is uh, games that are too long. You lost your attention. Whereas uh, everyone's been complaining that the order's too short and games are too short and they shouldn't do this. But how, I mean, there's got to be a couple examples where you're just at hour 10. You're like, come as, on. As soon as, as soon as you texted me that you were going to ask this question a couple hours ago, I like it. It took me one second to think of one, and the one that came into the, to mind immediately was Alien Isolation. Oh man! I don't get me wrong. That game is really fun, and I think the reason it got some of the bad rap that it did is mostly because that game is twice as long as it needs to be. That is a twenty-hour game that needs to be not like. Taken down to twelve yeah. at the most. Like I there, would argue there survival were four games are better when you're agreed. Out. There were like four different times. I think the first time maybe was right around hour ten where I was like, "Well, that's it, guys. I just got to the end of this game. I'm gonna do one more thing, and then we're gonna be oh oh wait oh no, we just opened up a whole another part of the game, and now I've got ten more hours. I right. didn't even finish it. <laughs> I I will be the first to admit that I did not finish it. Oh, and man. it was for the sole fact that I got burnt out, dude. That game's stressful yeah. for one. It's hard for two. You can easily fuck yourself over any point in that game if you save at the wrong time. Yeah. It's just, it's, it just, it was too long for me, man. I, yeah. I really enjoyed that game. It was, graphically, it was fantastic. The alien was scary. The music was fantastic. It just, it was too long. And that's really... That's really the main example that I can think of. Most games, I never have a complaint if they're a little bit too lengthy or a little bit too short. I just That's never something that occurs to me, except for a game like that. Yeah. I think I've got two examples, and then one that people are going to be mad at me about. Uh, Sunset Overdrive was too long for me. I wanted to be in and out. I would have liked yeah. that to have been shorter, because I had a lot of fun with it, but towards the end... We've talked about this before, but doing, we're learning, shooting, hopping, grinding, and yeah. all that at the same time. Amazing. Yeah. For, like, five hours. Right. But, and I would have to agree with you on that. I love that game, but... I didn't beat it. It was, I didn't either, but it was the same thing over and over again. By the time you got to hour six, you were just like, all right, yeah. I know exactly what I'm doing. I know exactly how to do it. I know exactly the way to exploit every little yeah. thing in this game. And now it's just kind of and about getting through the story. It's, and I'm just like, all right, can we? let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Which is, yeah, something we talked about before. If your gameplay is repetitive, get us out of there quickly. You can have really yeah. good gameplay that's really I don't repetitive. mind repetitive gameplay right. if I'm getting out of there in, in six to eight hours. Right. It's like, any, it's like if I find it was actually kind of my problem with Destiny. I really just felt like all I was doing was grinding and getting better for no reason. I had a lot of fun with that game for eight hours, and then I was done. And the only the only thing I'm gonna argue with you about that is that I don't think, at least from what you told me, I don't think you really ever experienced that game with like a couple other buddies. Yeah, very I really, much. I only ever and played that, it with one friend. And that really is the point of that game to me. Yeah. I, I I still I still rag on it because it's got a lot of problems and Bungie's being really stubborn about fixing certain problems, especially like the loot drops. The loot system is completely broken in that game. But, like, playing that game with, like, if you play that game with, like, one of your closest friends or, like, two of your closest friends, and it's just, like, once you start having to do the same things over and over again, like, yeah, it gets a little repetitive, but it's almost like a, 
it's almost like a interactive social network at that point. Like yeah. it's just a way to like talk to your buddies. Like one of my best friends back in Indianapolis, like two thousand miles away. Like that's that's our way of catching up. Yeah. Like after like a few days of like not talking, is playing a game like that. So that's the only reason I'll argue against like the repetitiveness of that game. But otherwise, yeah, everything else you've said, I completely agree with. Oh yes, and then the other one, same problem as Sunset Overdrive, mm-hmm. and it's it's gotten better. Assassin's Creed One and Two, too long. Oh, there's no question. Assa- well, one Assassin's Creed One kind of sucked. I'm, it's true. It I was, don't it's think that good. Ubisoft game's good. always does this. They lay really good groundwork. It's with the problem with Watch Dogs. It's kind of it, like if, if if Destiny Two comes out and they don't just keep feeding you DLC and there's like a Destiny with a big two on the cover. Yeah. They'll oh, they will fix all of the problems that you're talking about. They're I hope so. Really good groundwork. Oh, they really and are. Assassin's Creed. They're doing a lot right. Don't get me wrong. And Assassin's Creed One laid down a really good groundwork. It just was really repetitive and then was also 15 hours long when it could have easily been five. Absolutely. And Assassin's Creed 2, I kind of felt the same way. I got into like hour 30 of that game and was just like, I'm done. And it was that one to me was long enough where I like the next until Assassin's Creed 4, which sounds like I only skipped one game, but really I skipped three. Yeah. (laughs) Like, because we don't use numbers correctly. Um, was really until the next amazing, amazing time that I had with that game was in Black Flag. Right. That was the next time that I really got into that. And then my other one that I thought was too long, that I think people are uh, not going to not gonna be my biggest fan afterwards, I really thought GTA 4 was too long. Oh, I remember my looking, crap. Yeah. No, I don't I agree. I know. A lot of people don't. <laughs> it's only, and it's only because I had to press A to run. It's only because I had to tap that stupid... I get you. Over and over and I over get again. You. And I remember, too, when it came out, there was other stuff on the horizon. I can't remember where they were anymore. Mm-hmm. But I remember just browsing through the achievements, and there was one that was like, beat the game in 45 hours. And I remember just being like, well, if that's an achievement, I'm done. I'm moving on to the other games. Yeah. Because I put in no, 38. No, I get <laughs> you. I I can see where you're coming from, but that game was just a fucking masterpiece to me. Like, it was yeah. so good. And I love 5. I oh, yeah. The hell Five's five. Even, 5 even improves on that. Like, yeah. getting rid of pressing A repeatedly to run. And I remember even, I think I texted you and I picked it up, and I was like, GTA 5, this is going to be so fun, unless I have to press this stupid I'm button. I'm pretty sure that was an exact over text and I got over from you. Over and over to do something that we accomplished in Mario 64. Mm-hmm. You press the analog forward, and then you go quickly. Right. Or in Resident Evil, you hold a button down. You don't tap at it. Yep. Like it's a stupid game. No, you're right, and that was definitely a problem. But 30 that... hours. I had really good thumbs, though. They were very muscular. <laughs> Vascular, even. <laughs> Easily the best, you know, you got that thumbs up looking stuff. But yeah, that's, I believe that is my topic. I think that covers everything. If I think of anything else, I will remind us. All right. That was a, that was a really good topic, man. That was, that was fun to talk about. Got me to, got me to reminisce about Vanquish and got us to realize we need to do a beautiful Joe playthrough on Twitch. So we will definitely be doing that. Excuse me. Um. As far as my topic goes, you know, most of the reason we do this show or and we're going to continue to try to do this show every week on Tuesdays is because not only is that new release day, you know, in, unless you're the order and you have to be different, but it also seems to be the day that, like, just a myriad of video game news comes out. And 
that was no better like realized than a day like today where it just seemed like every hour something new like some big piece of news was coming out so instead of like instead of getting into like a specific topic i kind of want to get into a couple different topics that based on some news that came out today well and in the past couple days also for this first topic but yeah basically first of all it was announced today that there's a rumor but it's clearly <laughs> a true rumor like let's be honest that a new gen guitar hero is being worked on right now it's been oh, over man. four years since the last guitar hero game kotaku first reported this this morning that said game should be revealed at e3 and have a 2015 release Amazing. and they're saying it's gonna be less cartoony like a less cartoony feel like more realistic and probably because of that more realistic i guess you'd say peripheral so maybe something a little bit more like rocksmith Rock three when they had the strings yeah or like that. rocksmith that had like that you can only do it i believe with like yeah. their like stringed guitars oh man so I'm not going to lie, right off the bat with that, I kind of hope it's the same controller because I'm not good at guitars. I would I would yeah. like to play a video game instead of learning a whole instrument. I kind of right hope the it's the same controller just for the simple fact that I still have a lot of that the peripherals. That was going to be a question I was going to ask. And mm -hmm. I, I, I know they didn't say it all, but all of those were USB ports. Can I still plug in my amazing Guitar Hero 2 guitar that I used for Rock Band? My soon to be interesting with that, right? We saw two competing companies with yeah. Harmonix and with Activision who both said, you know what? Yeah, use the other guy's controller with our game. Yeah. And uh, just just real quick, also, by the way, uh, it's also been said, according to Bloomberg Business, that Harmonix is developing their first rock band title since 2012 yes. and that it should come out this year. Which, in my opinion, is better than Guitar Hero. It's if, always been better than Guitar Hero. If only for the song support and DLC Agreed. and the jukebox. Like, they're still doing DLC. Yeah, they did their... Wasn't their last song uh, American Pie? Maybe. Wasn't that the recent thing? Because everyone was like, it's the day the music died because it's the last song for rock band, so it's dying. Right, right. And it was poetic. Metaphors and, and, and whatnot. And Whatever. But yeah, no that one cried. I didn't. I just I'm 99.9% .9 sure that they're going to 100% try to capitalize on this new gen and Xbox 360 and PS3 peripherals are not going to work. Well, right, they can make you can make a lot more money. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, dude. You're going to make money off me? I'm going to buy the fuck out of Rock Band oh, new yeah, gen. No, I will buy all of the rock, new gen ones. Rock Band PS4? I'm fucking buying the crap out of that. Oh, yeah. No, I'm going to have that. I am I'm not even gonna. I'm not even going to front now, like I'm not going to buy it the day it comes out. Oh, I'm, uh, the second I can pre-order it, I will be there. Mm -hmm. uh, my big question, and I'm sure that could, I'm 90% sure Guitar Hero won't, but I'm 75% sure that Rock Band might. Okay. All of my old songs that I've downloaded? Yes. Yes? I can have them? Are they back? Or are they rock band, away? rock band. I think so. Guitar mm -hmm. Hero. I don't. I think Harmonics is a little bit more progressive about stuff I like think that. I yeah. That would. I make don't. Me... I'm. I question Activision and if they're I gonna. Can't see them I can't it. see they, it. They won't. That's not something. They're that a little bit practices. too greedy. I think. Yeah. Like I think. I think Harmonics might 
let that the would old make songs. Me so happy, and then that would even sell me even more. Something along ten gigs of songs for that. It's ridiculous. Like if I can go back and play fucking Misery Business by Paramore from like Rock Band One. Done. I'm just, just done. I'm I'll not just, gonna lie. Just done. I was driving over here and Inner Sandman came on and I just turned it up mm -hmm. all the way. I was doing the drum beat on yep. my wheel and all I could think was, I really want to put this on my 60-inch TV in my apartment, get everybody over, Agreed. get that drum pedal that made Agreed. my calves hurt, and just go hard on Agreed. those drums. And, and oh man, do you know? And do you know the like? You know, there's gonna be like connect and like ps4 <laughs> camera integration like oh. that's gonna be a social media like monster oh my God. Like, that, I I was the no. amount of the amount of videos that are gonna be recorded via those two oh, cameras it's gonna be dude that's gonna be so much fun I so it. i think just based on our initial enthusiasm i think we've kind of only we've kind of answered my only major question about this which is is it time Yes. To oh. revisit it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. So the We've first been big long thing, enough. It's been long enough. The first big thing with Rock Band and Guitar Hero, that actually kind of made me a little bit angry. When this generation ended and we were getting bumped for PS4 and Xbox. Sure. And I understand why the, why we burnt out on those. Because it, it, it was an oversaturated market. We were getting them years. every year, dude. Right. We were getting one every year. We were playing thousands of hours into it. And it was everywhere. GameStop got to a point where we stopped taking the instruments and we just threw them all away. Because no one, you, no one's you buying remember, guitars. And you, you and I both worked at GameStop in the heart of like the music oh, game yeah. genre. Do you just remember how much space our back rooms took? Were, how much I, of our space in our back rooms were taken up by those fucking giant I rock band and guitar hero boxes? Instagram had been a thing then. Me too. I still remember very clearly. I drive a tiny little 2006 Chevy Aveo, so it's it's not that big. Small little compact car. I was closing down a GameStop in Illinois in Evanston. And they had all these rock band and guitar hero boxes. We crammed, no lie, 16 of those boxes into my car. I couldn't see out my back window, my side windows. It was very, very dangerous for me to have been driving. But I did it because it was hilarious and because that game was fucking great. But, oh my god, no, it's absolutely time. And circling back to what I was saying, when this generation ended and everybody was going on about, like, what's the most important game of this generation? What was the most relevant? Well, we gained cover mechanics. We had motion controls. We had Mario Galaxy. We had Gears of War. We had all these Call of Duties. No one mentioned Guitar Hero and Rock Band. No one brought it up, which to me was sacrilege because that was about half of last generation. About half. It made DLC so much better. It brought back Couch Multiplayer because it was boring to play that online. I wanted all my buddies over, which is all I'm ever really clamoring yeah. for. It is 100% time to bring this back. I'm... We have bigger hard drives now. We have cloud storage, so I can have even more songs. I can stream them. There's probably going to be a streaming service now. Oh, just preach, man. Like just Spotify. preach. Throw me... I have more USB ports. I have wireless connectivity, so I can have a bass guitar, a guitar, a rhythm guitar. I can have a bigger drum set. I can have more vocalists if there's backup singers. Oh. Give me everything. Bring as much as you can. Bring back that keyboard that you guys started up. Uh, I don't know. Just in case there's a yellow card track, throw me a violin. Ooh. Give me everything you can. And the one thing that game I always needed... I will throw needed, money at you. Give me more cowbell. Yes. This generation is great, but you know what it needs? More cowbell. I will throw money at you. Just give me... I I am so excited for this. 
especially if they come out this year. Oh if Rock God. Band comes out this year, that's that's all I want for Christmas. I yeah. I just oh, give me that. I give me all of it. Get through the whole thing. It's just like it's time. It's you, so, <laughs> if you can't tell by our enthusiasm, it's fucking time. Four years since the last major one of these yeah. titles came out. It's it's time. Yeah, it's, bring it, bring it to me. Just give me everything you've got. I don't care. <laughs> but good for the love of God, please give. Please give me an initial like hundred songs. Like throw oh, yes. sixty on the disc. Oh yeah. Throw sixty on the disc, and then within the first week, you gotta give me another forty you know to they download. Will. You know they will. So you're a you're a music type person. Sure. And I'm not. Certainly. Uh, so is there anything from the old Rock Band or Guitar Hero games that you'd like to see more? Because I know a lot of people were like, it's if you know guitar, yeah. it's hard to play that because it's a different. I don't even know what the words would be, but I heard a few people tell me that. I mean, if like mechanically it feels different. I always disagreed with that. Like it was a little bit of a learning curve like when I got the first Guitar Hero, but dude, I was playing on I was playing on harder. I was playing on I was playing that I beat that game on hard within the first week of having the first Guitar yeah. Hero. And like, yeah, I am a, I'm a guitar player. I I'm a like, I'm a guitar player first and I'm a drummer second. Like I'm well versed in both instruments but neither of them were difficult for me to pick up in these new peripherals i'm not sure you need to change anything because the more you change the harder the more people you're going to alienate cuz not everybody yeah. not saying like i'm the greatest musician in the world but like not everybody is like musically inclined no. like don't give them a guitar with like forty buttons on it, like, right. like I don't, I don't want need. Don't give me like I don't need to use every single fret on the guitar like I'm playing a real guitar. Like, give me five buttons. I I like the like I like the upper five buttons. Like also like on the on the rock band guitars yeah. like on the neck like upper on oh, the upper the, frets. Yeah, that was sweet. But that was cool. But I don't need any. I really don't need anything more than that. Yeah. I feel like we're going to get it because they are saying. That it's supposed I to be more realistic. Option. I hope that it's like because I really, I I will. I mean, I'll probably just end up. There will the be a classic rock. Yeah. There will be classic modes but for it. I don't want. I don't want to learn how to play the guitar. If I wanted to do that, I would have learned how to play the guitar. You would. You would take. You would spend your money <laughs> right. on actual lessons and not right. on a video I game. I completely five get that. strings and ten buttons. Just give me the. Give me the five frets. And I, for one, don't want to sit with the rest of you, like fools who don't play any instruments. And I don't want to wait six or seven hours for you to be able to get off of easy difficulty on a game. Right. Like, I want to plug in and be ready to go on like hard well, or medium was, like right one away. Of the things that Rock Band gave you, right, was everybody got you to could, pick their own yeah. difficulty, and they also had the drunk mode where you just didn't lose, which mm -hmm. I thought was the nicest thing to do. Oh fuck yeah! Because that game very much wanted you to sing. It wanted you to be yep. able to sing and find the pitch and everything. And yeah, oh man, I'm so I'm pumped. I'm fucking ecstatic, dude. That's like, like, it's it's might time. Might be my it's most. I know we were talking about anticipated games of the year recently, but that I mean that right there might just go up right away. Yeah, that's at least in the top five. It's in the discussion. that might be right before Fallout or right after Fallout for me as Which, most anticipated. Which perfect segue right after we talked about you being like they're going to announce it at E3. Giant rumor that Bethesda is going to walk out of E3 with a Fallout 4 rumor. Or announcement, rather. Really? Did you see this? I didn't know. Yeah, no. I knew a, they, I just knew they were doing really their quick little event, YouTube but... video, and they were just like, "We've got big things for E3," and of course, <sighs> everybody was like, "Fallout 4." Now, granted, we've gone down this road before. 
granted, we've gone down the road. We do, we do this with Valve too. Every time they're like, we've got something for you, we go Half Life Three. But Valve's like, a fucking like I love Valve, but they're fucking bitches. But Bethesda doesn't doesn't fuck around. That's like true. they're gonna come out, and if they've got Fallout Four, they're gonna. They're, Dude, they're gonna announce Fallout 4. There's no doubt in my mind. It's time. It's it's, It's exactly. There's no doubt in my mind. uh, What was Bethesda's last big game? It was was it Dishonored? Dishonored was their last big one. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely time for them to throw out something new. It's time. They'll they'll announce Fallout 4. But yeah, I saw that too. I remember I even saw it. I was like, oh my god, Tyler was right. (laughs) I'm yeah, I'm 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 ecstatic for that. But yeah, it's gonna go. It's gonna go that, and then a rock band game. Like that's. Oh man. It's gonna be. It's gonna be just a crazy, crazy. Crazy, crazy fall for I'm sure. Lose my mind. All right, the other big piece of news that I wanted to get to. It was announced today that the ESRB gave Arkham Knight a mature I rating. I saw this. Interesting, right? What a like interesting. My for whatever reason, my first thought was, but Batman doesn't kill people. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> That's what I was. I was. My first thought was like, he's not. He's not gonna have a gun, is he? Like. <laughs> It's funny. I was watching the, I was watching the kind of funny guys, uh, Greg Miller and Colin Moriarty. They were doing their uh, like daily live talk show on Twitch, and they were kind of talking about that. They're like, "Does this mean Batman's gonna be like snapping necks and like, since like a man so if, if you guys don't know, Arkham Knight uh, is developed by this company Rocksteady, and they were the guys who did Arkham Asylum and then uh, Arkham City." And this is, like, the final game in this... The ba- final Batman game in this universe. Like, it's the end of their trilogy. Yeah. And clearly, they're trying to go out with a bang. That's why this game has gotten delayed, like, twice. Like, they're trying to make it perfect. But, yeah, the ESRB gave it a mature rating today. So, it's like... They were... Like, the uh, the guys on um, the Kinda Funny crew were just like... Does this mean, like... Are we going to get, like, an actual end? Like, are we going to get Batman doing the only thing he can really do to save Gotham, which is start snapping necks? If he crosses the line? Yeah. I love that. Well, that was, uh, for, I I don't want to forget my two things that I want to bring up, so I'm going to write them down very, 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 very quickly. Um, But what I was going to say is that was always the thing with Batman, right? Like, in Under the Red Hood, in the animated thing, when Jason Todd is like, I don't care about everybody else, but why haven't you killed the Joker? And Batman's yeah. like, you don't think I want to? You don't think every single day I'm sitting here don't knowing how easy it would be? But mm-hmm. I can't. I can't bring myself to that level mm-hmm. because I won't stop. Mm-hmm. The second I cross that line, I become him. And I won't stop. And I'm like, so it would be kind of interesting because the Joker, I mean, spoiler alert, it was years ago now, so I don't really care. The Joker's dead. So in terms of yep. like, which is also awesome to me because Batman, I it, it's so dependent on the Joker. Like it's it's Absolutely. every every cinematic iteration of it we've seen. If you're no Raven, villain matters when it like compared to right. the Joker. And it's like, and if you're, uh, I was talking about this with somebody recently. If you're following the New Fifty Two right now and you're reading DC Comics, you know that the the second major Scott Snyder storyline was death of uh, death of the family. It was right. a big Joker storyline. His next storyline was zero year we went back in time we went back to the origin mm-hmm. then we're now we're in the middle of endgame we're doing another joker story which means that chronologically in scott snyder's batman universe we've done the joker twice back to back and which is an interesting thing considering everything about the mm-hmm. one that guy takes a year to make a story so he's now a two of his four-year run is going to be joker 
Right. Every film adaptation we've seen of him, we, we, we get Joker eventually. Right. Gotham just introduced the Joker. Right. I'm really, really excited. Even Arkham City, I remember being like, oh man, like more, it's always Joker, Joker, Joker. There's so much more to Batman that when this game got announced and they were like, we're t- he's dead, he's gone, man. I was like, yes, let's challenge the status quo of his character a little bit. What does Batman do now? What does Harley Quinn do now? There's a giant power vacuum in all of the gangsters of Gotham City. It's going to be great. And if it's got an in rating, that means either the villains are going crazy or without a Joker, Batman becomes the Joker. Oh, God. I really hope it's the second one. I really hope we're playing as, like, I love playing as, or I just love, like, rooting for the anti-hero that you don't know if you should really be rooting for or not. Like, I love... I want to see a, like, borderline psychotic Batman who has just, like, lost all sense of who who he has tried to be for his entire existence. Like, I want something completely different from any Batman storyline we've seen. And I know there are going to be so many people that would... So many, like, Batman... Like loyalists, I guess would be the right word for it, that are gonna just like call for Rocksteady's head if it ends up being a storyline where Batman is offing, like if he's taking out like the penguin, or if he's finally like ending like Mr. Freeze, or. It's just one pocket of the multiverse. This is And that's exactly how I feel about it. Uh, That's exactly how I feel about it. Like, I think it's time that we completely do a 180 on. Batman as a character. Give me the Batman that just loses his mind and is just like the only way yeah. Gotham is at, now that the Joker's dead, the only way Gotham can really like the Gotham can get back to where Batman wants it to be if he finishes all of these other villains for good. And what if, and I'm just speculating here because we saw, you saw the leaked statue, right? The collector's yeah. edition thing that says like rest in peace Dark yeah. Knight or whatever it is. What if he knows he's dying? Because the common thread, the common thread in these games has been this Joker virus, right? Like he was dying from it. It was in Arkham Asylum. So what if it's Batman's going, I'm going to die anyways. This is his swan song. Maybe everybody was right and it's time to just murder bitches. Like what if it's just time to kill them? That's the game I want right now. That's what I want. The best DC stories come out of this. Injustice was amazing when yep. we see Superman cross that line. And that comic, frankly, is DC's best comic right now, mm-hmm. is the Injustice series. Because you're they're, they're challenging these characters. The best Spider-Man stories have been the black suit before Venom shows up. The superior Spider-Man with Doc Ock. It's whenever he's getting challenged against what they believe in. Because one, it strengthens the core of what they believe in. If this right. is Batman crossing the line and coming back, like, if Nightwing shows up and is like, you, you're kind of going nuts. Right. Like, let's bring it back. And then he can make it even better. Amazing. But the, speaking of the story of the game and the strength of it, you were talking about how Rocksteady wants to go out pretty hard with this. And I mean, they want to make the, the best story the they possibly can for this final game. Yeah, absolutely. Examples of that are back when this was announced. It was still when everybody was kind of, for lack of a better word, pussyfooting around, cutting off the ties to... The last gen. Like, everything sure. coming out was on everything. PS4, PS3, Xbox 360, Xbox One. And when they came out and they were like, 
Batman Arkham Knight. If you want it, you're buying a new system. See ya. And I was like, awesome. That's going to be the game that goes, here's what these new systems can do. Here's the I, power. And I house. think that's why it inevitably got delayed is because they needed more time to really yeah. make it the way that they want to do it. And don't get me wrong, delays suck, but Not it's going to be so worth it. It's going to be so I worth it. I always applaud it because it tells me they're working hard. And like film, I get worried. Inst- um, yeah, that's a very good point. Delays in gaming, they suck because you want it. You anticipate it for so long and then you really, really want it. But like even even GTA Five, it got delayed another month today for PC. Yeah. Like, but and PC gamers, I'm sure they're pissed. But dude, if it's the right thing to do, like they're not doing it be, if unless it's the right thing to right. do. And, and Rocksteady, Rocksteady is very smart. They know this franchise. They know how to make these games clearly because Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, two of my favorite games Amazing. in the last in the last of six the last or seven years. Yeah, absolutely. But. They're doing the. They've done the right thing by delaying this game until June. And God forbid if they delay it until September, who cares? Because there's because that just means it's going to be that much better. Like, right. Yeah. That other... this game is their swan song. Like after this, they're moving on and they're going to do something completely different. A complete. I would assume a completely new Batman IP. Beyond. Okay, no, fine, they're IP. not doing Batman anymore. They're going to do Justice League. Sh- shut up. They're not doing. <laughs> they're not. Do- no. They're going to do something completely different. So they're going out with a fucking bang. And I, for one, think the best thing that could have happened to this, like five months out from this game, or four months out from this game, is the ESRB giving it a mature rating. Because that just hypes it up even more. Well, and it proves my other point of why this story is going to be amazing, is because they're like... They even said it in the interview today. He was like, you know, we know that, like, marketing-wise, it's smarter to go for that T rating and open it up. But this is the story we want to tell. And I'm curious, uh, did they say why it's getting the M? Because when I was looking at it, he was no, like... No, they said they were really surprised. They, yeah. Yeah, uh, Sefton Hill, the founder of Rocksteady, said... Uh, let me see if I can get the quote well, real quick. Well, he was quick. shocked because he was He basically saying, said... Um, there's no blood. Well, there's maybe some blood. Yeah, but there's not, he like, just said that he was surprised. He just said that he was surprised because they didn't write the story, and I'm paraphrasing because they didn't write the story with the mindset that it was going to be a mature game. But he also said, like, it doesn't matter to him. I right. mean, it doesn't matter to him from the standpoint that like the they were never going to water down this game. They were never going to water down the story. So now that it's gotten a mature rating, they're still going strong with what they want to do. Like they're they understand. Like Sefton Hill understands that, like some young players. This means some younger players may not get to play the game right now. But he's not willing to water this game down at this point yeah. to appeal to like the quote unquote mass market. And I right. think that's amazing. I think that says a lot about not only him as like a leader of a as a founder of a company but also as just the company's philosophy in general like they're gonna make the game they're gonna make regardless of what the rating what the rating is and i think that's something i feel like that's something movies don't get to do enough which is just like see a rating and be like okay well i don't give a fuck we're gonna do it anyway whether it's nc-17 or g like we're gonna do it i think games get a little bit more leeway when it comes to that and dude come on Arkham Knight is still gonna sell millions of copies. Oh, it's it's not even gonna. It's not. It's even... gonna be so easy to get kids who aren't seventeen to to be like, "Well, mom, it's Batman." Exactly. Like, we've, we've never seen a Batman that's like a hard R rating. 
And it's not like I can't imagine there's gonna be like fucking like gratuitous nudity or like. Well, we're stop for a second. You were just gonna say like fucking. Like there's not gonna be. Any... There's not gonna be fucking in it. Like <laughs> there's, that's there's, there's not gonna be some poison ivy on Batman action. No, 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 no. And like, maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe like maybe the opening scene will be like Catwoman fucking Batman, but I really doubt, I doubt it. it. It's, they it's... haven't really played with that. No, 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 no. I just I would love to see in this game. Do you have anything else to add to that little bit? Am mm. I like, interrupting? <laughs> no, no. I just think I just really love that Rocksteady is not willing to jeopardize. They're not gonna jeopardize their story, their story for anything. For anything. I I love them for that. Graphics. I respect them for that. And Septon Hill is a fucking oh, genius. Man. I really hope from this one because in the last one we saw some DLC with Robin. We saw a lot of skins, so I want that to continue. Me too. I would go crazy if I got to play as Nightwing and Batgirl. Holy tits! That because we know Oracle's around. Yeah. So that implies that it's the set. I'm not even going to try to remember her name right now. Barbara Gordon was Oracle, and that leaves, I want to say Cassidy. I don't remember. It doesn't I, matter. I don't know. The next Batgirl. The yeah, second okay. Batgirl. Mm-hmm. The best Batgirl. Right. Um, I would love to see her show up. I would love to play as Robin or Nightwing. Like, me too. If this is going to be the swan song for Batman, I want to see some out, Bat dude. family. Blow it out, dude. I want to see me, some Bat Give family. me fucking $60 worth of DLC. I don't give a fuck. Right. Just give me, throw every little bit that you can throw at me. Yeah. <gasps> what if we get to play Dick Grayson as Batman? What if Bruce Wayne dies and they give us that story for a little bit? Some Dick Grayson Batman with some uh, Damian Wayne Robin action. I will refer you to my previous, I will throw money at this <laughs> statement. Love that so much. Uh, that's all I've got. I'm so excited, dude. That's Arkham gonna, Knight. like, I I have no Kevin problem Conroy. with this. I have no problem with any of this. Kevin I don't Conroy. think anyone should have any problem with this. He is um, the goddamn Batman. You know, we're running, I mean, we're running a few minutes long, but we're doing pretty well. Let's just talk, let's just spend, I don't know, three minutes on our impressions of the Order 1886. Uh... Basically, last night we streamed the order for about two and a half hours with mm. uh, with the one of the with the third member of our crew, uh, Matt Kanopka. The three of us played it. We gave our commentary on it, and now I'm in the process of splicing it up into probably like seven episodes. The first episode, by the time you guys are hearing this, should be live on YouTube. So that link will be on our Instagram and our Facebook page and our Twitter. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just wanted to get, like, I don't know, give me 90 seconds, give me 60 seconds of your impressions of that game based on the three out, like, two and a half hours we played it. Full disclaimer, I know we did not finish this game. I understand there's a lot more to get to. I just want to know your impressions. Yeah. Uh, It was boring. It was really, really slow. Uh, A lot of cutscenes and not engaging cutscenes. Very just drab, slow. Everything felt really, really, really just nothing was happening. Yep. I think in those two and a three, two and a half hours we played, there was maybe twenty minutes of action, and the action was all right. Like we, we, I got to fight the werewolves, and that was. You got to fight three. To clar- clarify, you got to fight three werewolves in two and a half hours. Right, and I mean, you know, for a game that's selling me on werewolves, it's kind of kind of burying the lead there. Agreed. 
Um, it's you know, boy, it was just lame. It was just lame. It looked really pretty. It was one of the most beautiful games. It's one of the most beautiful games I've seen on this current, this new gen of systems. And I I give them a lot of credit because they built that engine from the ground up. But but even like the controls were sluggish. There was no map. There was no sense of direction. No. Well, Um, there didn't really need to be because there was no open world aspects. It was very very linear. There was. There was literally nothing to explore, really. Yeah. At least in at least in the first two and a half hours that we played, there was right. nothing to Except explore. Except for Tesla's lab. Except for Tesla's lab, blah, blah, fucking dumb. blah. There were three things to look at in that lab, and you had to search dumb. high and low for them. It was just dumb. Yeah, and that's what I mean. There's no sense of direction. Like, there's no. no, like... Like, even, like, Resident Evil, like, you just have to look at the map, and they're like, you've explored this area, move on. And the order was just kind of like, mm, here you are. Uh, yeah, I, that, I mean, that's it. It's just kind of dull. In the end of the day. You know, I wanted to love this game. Like, I went out yesterday. Like, I wanted to st- I wanted to stream this game and record commentary for it because I wanted to really like this game. I wanted to enjoy it and show people that, like, show anyone that's going to watch our YouTube videos or listen to our commentary that, like, length doesn't matter in games. Like, just what we spent the first 30 yeah. minutes of this podcast talking about. Like, I wanted to prove that to people. And then I started playing the game, and we literally got maybe 25 minutes of action. We got two decent gunfights, and then that really over the top, like, really un, really anticlimactic werewolf fight yeah. where it was and just it wasn't even fun. Quick time events. There were a lot of quick time events, and I'm too over many it. quick time events. The first the first five minutes that we actually got to move was just marred marred down like bogged down in quick time events and like you can even hear us in the commentary and like in in the first five minutes we're just like really we're starting the game with quick time events like we're not even gonna like get introduced to the mechanics i don't know man like i i promise you i bought that game like i spent my hard-earned money on it because i really wanted to like that game i wanted to play it with like my close friends and i wanted to put it on youtube so that other people could see it and maybe they'd want to go out and play it but it's the only thing that game has going for it by far as far as i'm concerned at least in the two and a half hours we played was the graphics it was one yeah. of the most beautiful games i've ever seen it's, it's one of the pretty. most detailed so artistic i love steampunk london it looks fantastic it but looked, yeah that's the only, that's really the only positive but thing if i, I wanted to, to if i wanted to look at something beautiful i'd watch one of the umpteen movies that looks gorgeous. I'd watch a, right. I'd well, watch that's... a Pacific Rim or a fucking like you get to a certain Pan's point. Labyrinth or like something something that's got a really it's, unique world to it. It's not complicated anymore for a game in in the age of HD graphics and PS4 and Xbox One. It's not complicated for a game to look gorgeous anymore. Like unless you're gonna have a really in, in, yeah. in, innovative art style, or it's gonna really blow me away. It's it's like great you did the thing that you're expected to do and you looked pretty like and you know like, what I mean and like even the like 25 minutes we got to spend like with the shooting mechanics like it wasn't bad but it just felt like a dumbed down Uncharted two or Uncharted three like right. third person basically like cover based shooter cover based shooter that was just like it was just a shooting gallery basically it was just like with wave not after a lot wave of shooting. yeah wave after <laughs> wave. Of dudes just coming at you. Well, wave after 20 minutes of walking after wave after 30 <sighs> minutes of walking yeah. after wave. And that was as far as we got because that was two waves in an hour. I I think Ready at Dawn has done some great things, but 
you can tell that this was their first original console game. Yeah. Like they like if you guys aren't familiar with them, they did the two God of War PSP games. They did the Okami port for the Wii, Daxter which was the fantastic. PSP. They did the Daxter game for PSP. Like they're talented people. They know what they're doing. It's just like this was just you could tell that this was just their first foray into an original console title. And it's hard to do that, especially when you have a brand new system that literally has only been out for, what, 16 months at this point? It's, it's tough to do. Like, they had, they had a tough hill to climb. I just feel like they could have... And the pacing is just so bad. Like, it's very, very slow. It's, I mean, 20 I mean, minutes of cutscenes and walking around and traversing, like, one building... Yeah and then three minutes of a firefight, and then 25 more minutes of either exploring Tesla's lab oh, no, or another cutscene. It's just, we were, by the end of it, like, we weren't even having fun commentating on it anymore. No. Like, it, the jokes got old after an hour and a half. Like, it's, I don't yeah. know. You'll, I, I hope you guys watch the, like, seven or eight Definitely episodes out, I'm going to put online. <laughs> yeah, but also because I want you guys to see, like, what we're actually talking about in case you're not playing it yourself, which I really hope, like... Part of me hopes you go out and buy it if it's the kind of game you think you're going to like because I want Ready at Dawn to succeed because who doesn't... who No one wants more game developers to close. Right. But at the same time, I don't want you... If, you're, if you can buy one game for the next two months, I don't want it to be this. I want it to be something that you're going to actually enjoy playing. Right. Or go buy fucking five... Uh, downloadable titles on the on there's playstation so network there's play. so much there's need, so much yeah no just not a fan it's just it it wasn't our game not a fan uh, matt didn't really care for it either like i i'm sure there's going to be a lot of people out there who enjoyed it and more power to you but yeah it for for like the six-pack media crew man it was just not our not thing not doing it all right yeah i mean i think that's that so yeah uh, is there anything else you want to add before i jump into saying goodbye to the nice people Oh, no. Um, uh, one last thing. Uh, remember that, uh, if you haven't heard, uh, the Donkey Kong, Peach, and Yoshi yes. Amiibos are permanently now nine ninety nine. So if you haven't picked those up for whatever reason and you want to pick them up either for Super Smash Brothers or just for your Amiibo collection, go get those now. They're everywhere, and they're $3 cheaper. Lucky for you, we had to spend the extra 9 bucks yeah. to get those. But I don't mind. Yoshi's a boss. Yeah. He's our little Instagram buddy. Oh, for sure. And our Twitter buddy and our Tumblr buddy. But, uh, yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, helping us out. Uh, do us all a big favor. If you enjoyed the show, rate us on iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe. Give us a good review. Uh, thank you guys so much for anybody who has done that. Thank you for everybody yeah, who has Yeah, really. Subscribed. Thank you, man. It's, it's, already, it's already helping us out. We and really appreciate it. Then don't forget, we're also on uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash twoplayersplitscreen. Go in and like us in there. We'll probably be doing some Amiibo stuff, some other general sure. hits and tips. I like trying to communicate with everybody. I think it's super fun. Uh, thanks to everybody else who has already liked us on Facebook. Thank you to all of our Twitter followers. We're getting bigger on that, too. Trying to talk to some other indie guys, mm -hmm. see what Kickstarters are going on. So if you're into all that stuff, find us on there. At, it's at 2SplitScreen, but yep. our username is 2PlayerSplitScreen, so both should Yeah, you can search work. for either. Uh, Instagram, where you can see all of my little stop-motion videos of Amiibos and other fun pictures that I'm posting. I'll probably do a few more of those stop-motion videos because they're too fun. Again, thank you to everybody who's doing that and been talking to me on Instagram. And we just started our Tumblr, Two Player Split Screen. We've got some reviews going, some other general things that I might want to talk about, whether they might be too long for Twitter or also just more communicating. 
So hit us up there, like, subscribe, share it, review us, guys. It's going to be so much fun down the road. Thank you so much for listening. That's me, Blake Schultz. Tyler, take us home. Oh, man. God, I'm tired just listening to that. I, I, but, yeah, that was, that was a mouthful. But, yeah, we got a lot going on. And uh, our first YouTube video, first video for The Order 1886 should be up now. Uh, links will be posted to all of those social media sites that Blake just announced for you. So... For Blake Schultz. Later, guys. For the entire Six Pack Media crew, I am Tyler Berry, and we will see you all next time.